TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. I can't even handicap my own mulch work correctly. We got it done in a day. <laughs> wow, I said, look at that. I say we because my wife ended up doing uh, the last 25, 30% of it. Oh, jeez. I, I, I did not even ask her to. I came home last night after the Red Sox uh, pregame show, and the driveway, the tarp was off the driveway, and bam, all the mulch was gone. Look all at that. The mulch. So we got that done. See, I got that wrong. Um, so that was a harbinger of things to come for Red Sox baseball. We gave out two picks yesterday. Uh, we finally got the Rich Hill bet home uh, over four and a half strikeouts. But uh, Bo Brisky, who I thought would have a hard time at Fenway Park, gave a million hits but didn't walk anybody. So yeah. that was a loser. So one and one the Red Sox last night, Chris Scheimer. Well, and then I went one and oh because I went with the under oh. nine and a half and we cleared by a half a run. So thank you for that. I got really nervous when uh, Jonathan Scope hit that home run, though, in the ninth. And I go, oh, boy, here we go. This is, it's this all over again. It would have been the third time since Friday that happened, where yeah. the game went over the ninth inning, if that had gone over last night in the ninth inning. I, I, and I, I actually I took that into account today. Uh, we talked about it on the show, on the Greg Hill Show this morning. Uh, concerns about the bullpen. There's certain guys, like Schreiber, who's pitched really, really well. Uh, and then there's other guys, like Strom and Danish, who have come in late in the game and all of a sudden given up a bunch of runs, and it's like, what are we doing? Why are we blowing these late leads? This should not happen. Red Sox are 15-4 and four in June. Uh, they've climbed within 12.5 of the Yankees now in the division because the Yankees lost last night uh, to the Rays. They get the Tigers tonight, and this is an interesting one. It's Waka and Scooble. It's a Waka Wednesday at Fenway Park tonight. Red Sox are minus 1.5 on the run line, plus 140. Over-under is 8.5, which seems a tad low to me, and it, it, uh, apparently people don't agree because the under's been bet down to uh, minus 120 right now. Money line on the Red Sox, minus 140. Looking for a sweep of the Tigers here, looking to wrap up their uh, stretch against these absolutely terrible baseball teams with a win. Uh, Chris Schein, we defer to you on the baseball picks to start, and then I'll give you uh, my lean for tonight's game, Red Sox and Tigers. Why don't you go first? Uh, so I don't think it's 
out yet. I'm looking for the prop I want to bet tonight because I believe Jeter Downs is supposed to get the start tonight. Jeter uh, Downs is making his major league debut tonight for the Red Sox. He's not listed anywhere I've seen, uh, and they won't be listed until the lineup is out later on tonight. Yeah, once the lineup is out, I will come back to. I would come back to the props. I want Jeter Downs' over total bases. I think Jeter Downs going to have a wonderful first night. That's my really? play. Yeah, guy batting one eighty at AAA Worcester. Yep, who's going to come up and tear the cover off the ball? I like this. Yeah, okay, I'm just. I, I am. I'm excited for Jeter Downs to play. So I want to bet on him personally. Uh, and then I'm actually going to bet on the Tigers tonight. I think with the Red Sox resting a bunch of guys, I know the Tigers kind of stink. But uh, I think this is almost like a scheduled, okay, it's fine if we lose game, seeing as uh, there's, a, there's a good chance Xander's not going to play tonight, Devers is not going to play tonight. Like They're going to rest a bunch of guys, get them two days before you head over to or You take on the Indians, I believe it is, on Friday. Um, it is. No, 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 no. It's the Guardians. Sorry. You can't say, you can't say My the apologies. You're absolutely you right. You can't say the I word anymore. I'm you sorry. can't say the R word in football. I, I apologize. It is the Commanders. Guardians. You're right. The Guardians and the Commandos, uh, <laughs> they, are facing the, they are facing the Guardians on Friday. And Alex Corey even said last night after the game he wants to get those guys extra rest. I'm going to go with the Detroit Tigers on the money line tonight, plus 120. And then, like I said, I'm going to bet on Jeter Downs. Just because he's coming up, I want to bet on Jeter Downs because it's fun. Uh, I am going to use Cora's information against him in the betting market today because the Reds. I think, I think that they they the unders getting bet tonight. The Red Sox team total is four and a half, but it's an even money if you want to bet the over four and a half runs. I think it's happening because of what Cora said last night, and because people look at Tariq Scruble and think that he's a good pitcher. He had a very good April and May month of June. He's come right back down to earth. Four starts, two and two, an ERA close to five, and this is what I can't get over. So last year, Shine. Tariq Scruble gave up 35 home runs, 34 of them to right-handers. 34 home runs to right-handed batters last year. Fenway Park is a place where right-handed batters want to hit, and maybe maybe Xander sits tonight. I'm hoping you still get Trevor Story in the lineup, still getting J.D. Martinez. Like If we get to uh, 430 today, or we get to Marloni in 48 today when Cora goes on, and he says, look, we're sitting everybody, and there's no power right-handed there. Like They, they sit everybody plus Story plus J.D., I might not be as interested, but right now, given his struggles against righties, given Fenway Park, given the Red Sox offenses of late, I want to bet the Red Sox team total over four and a half runs at even money. Yeah, and I, I like I, that. I'm, I'm doing that because I think people are going to see the Red Sox are benching players and want to bet they're under, and they're going to look at Scoobles, uh ERA for the year, which is in the threes. But really, uh, it's been in the, uh, the almost five here in the month of June, and right-handers own this guy the last year and a half. So I want the Red Sox team total over four and a half. I'm going to stay away from player props right now only because we don't have the lineup. I may change this. That might be Mutt's big bet tonight uh, because if we do get J.D. Martinez or Trevor Story in there, which hopefully one of the two, I could be enticing their player prop as well. And should note that our buddy Jared Karabitz now at DraftKings, formerly a Barstool, he's got a promotion right now with uh, DK where he can get a free – Basically a risk-free $10 same-game parlay. They don't give you $10 back, John. They give you $10 in, like, Credit. You know, DK bucks. you got to yeah. bet it. You can't just say, oh, I get this $10 back. No, no, no. Um, not how I, it works. I, I'm not sure how long it's available, but I did log in this morning, and his big fat face is right there <laughs> uh, on the front of the page. Good for Carabas. So uh, they got some deals going on there, and I'm going to be interested in the team total over 4.5, especially with no juice there. And yeah. even money tonight for the Red Sox and Tigers. Yeah, I think that's a good play. Uh, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I'm excited for how this Red Sox team is is trending. I got to be honest with you. I was very uh, depressed to start the season because it's like, yeah, they oh, don't suck. Turns we're going to have nothing in the summer. Yeah, they don't suck, and so it's going to be exciting come down the stretch. Uh, looking forward to it. Also, also looking forward uh, to Game Four tonight, Stanley Cup. Yes. 
Um, it's the Avalanche. It is the Lightning. Uh, what is the current line here tonight, Chris Shine? What am I? Oh, we, we, now the Lightning have been bet down a little bit, folks. Yep. It was minus one ten uh, on the money line. No, 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 no. Minus one twenty on the Lightning. Even money on your Avalanche to uh, win this game tonight. I assume the money line includes overtime, Shime. It's not like you're uh, you're in sixty correct. bet. Okay, so, that is correct. So the anytime winner for Avalanche, even money tonight. Uh, Lightning are minus 120. They are plus one and a half in the puck line, minus 260. The Avalanche are minus one and a half in the puck line, plus 220. The total at six. And yesterday the lean for Chris Scheim was the over. Let's lock it in for the people, Chris Scheim. You are the prince of pucks. We we only have at maximum four more games in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we're really into baseball season. Uh, what do you want to do tonight, Avalanche and Lightning? Yeah, I'm going to go with the over, uh, the over six. Uh, it's gone over three straight games. I believe that it will continue. I don't think the goaltending is going to be uh, great tonight. I, I think Darcy Kemper, if he does, I assume he's getting the start tonight. I double-checked. Daily faceoff didn't have it confirmed, but I assume he will as since he started the first three games. Um, he's only had one bad game thus far. So I assume Darcy Kemper's getting the start. Vasilevsky, just ever since, ever since that, that that semifinals of the E series, he has not looked like the Andre Vasilevsky we all know. Even at home, like he gave up two goals to the Avalanche, both on power plays in that last game. Uh, and after after getting hammered six to two, I think the Avalanche are going to come out swinging and throwing haymakers. So I expect a lot of goals in this game because if the Lightning want any chance at winning this, they're going to need to score, you know, five plus again. Like that's just how these games are going to go. Uh, so I'm going to go with the over six. I'm also going to be betting. Um, I think I'm going to try and uh, like same game parlay. Okay. Two goal scorers here. All right, let me write this down. So when I go to Hampshire to spend gas money, go ahead, yes. Yep, so we're going to go Steven Stamkos to score a goal because he has been, in my opinion, the Lightning's best player in okay. the playoffs. And then on top of that, we're going to add um, uh, Valeri Nichuskin from the Colorado Avalanche. Those two guys to score goals. Each will have one goal in the game plus 550 in the same game wow. probably. So I'm okay, going to toss those guys together. There's no there's no team tied to that. You just need those guys to score goals. Yep, plus just those guys to score okay. goals plus 550. So five and a half to one there uh, for those two guys to score a goal in the game. And then I'm going to go. Uh, my big play, though, is on the over six. And then over six. Okay. Oh, that's some action right there. Yep. That is some action. Um, what do we have for a series price? Let's say somebody wanted to jump back in on Tampa. I'm not saying I'm doing it. Not saying I'm doing it. What's the series price right now, Shime, on the uh, Tempe Lightning? That's a good question. Let's see. I will tell you here. Series. Series props. Uh, the uh, Lightning are still two and a half to one. Plus 250. Hmm. Hmm. After winning a game. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not going in. I'm sticking with I'm not, I'm not there yet. Don't. I'm not there yet. I'm not there don't. yet. I'm not don't. I, I wait until they If they win tonight, maybe. But, like, I just I, – I, I'm not convinced that they are good enough to beat the Colorado Avalanche in a seven-game series, especially whoa, starting whoa, whoa, down 2-0. Whoa, 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 What about the Gronk news, though? Yeah, are, they, are they motivated now by Gronk fake retiring? No, that doesn't matter to me. No, it doesn't? Okay. No, not even a little bit. All right, so the over, and, uh, over uh, six goals, the big play for Shime tonight, and then Stamkos for over half a goal, and I, I'm not going to pretend to know who that second player was. Nakushkov? Valeri Nachushkin. Nachushkin. Yeah. Sounds like Harukin from uh, <laughs> Harukin. Street Fighter. Harukin. Yes. Okay, both for over half a goal. Uh, NBA draft is tomorrow, Shime. We are. I'm not going to give any advice on betting the NBA draft except for this. 
Uh, we're going to give a plug to BetQL. The afternoon show on BetQL, You Better You Bet, with Nick Costos and, and uh, Ken Barkley. They have been really locked in, had some excellent guests, uh, including uh, Drew Dinsick, the whale capper, yesterday. And they had a lot of actionable stuff, I thought, on the NBA draft tomorrow. So if you are looking to bet the NBA draft, I have no advice for you other than I would go listen to Whale Capper with the BetQL network yesterday in the afternoon and then pay attention to those guys today and tomorrow. That's my only advice. Yeah, I, the I only the only draft I pretend I to know nothing. anything about is the NFL draft. So Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, I I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I like market. Costos. I, go check him out. I'm sure it's I'm sure there's um there's ways to beat the beat them on this because the NFL draft it's pretty soft. I mean, if you have some information, <laughs> you I mean, it's it's the reality of it. I yeah. wish I had bet more on the NFL draft Amen. this year, and I plan on betting more next year, Shime. Quite frankly, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, I I regret every year I regret not betting more on the NFL draft, and uh, so I I think next year I'm really gonna really gonna dive in. Anything I play will be small tales on what those guys were talking about yesterday, and then today and tomorrow up until. About six o'clock tomorrow night. So uh, I'll be. Uh, you better. You bet. It's on the. If you go to the BetQL app, which you should have downloaded by now, they have all the live videos. All the podcast stuff is right on there. So it should be very easy to find. Uh, Whale Capper yesterday with those guys. Uh, I forget what time it was. Somewhere in the four o'clock hour uh, with Nick and Ken. So uh, NF NBA draft tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to get no no pretend picks from me. Listen to those guys. They have picks. You can help us out whether you are getting the bet in the draft tomorrow or not. Uh, on iTunes, on the Odyssey app, on Spotify, Spotify. Subscribe. Uh, and also check us out on Twitter, BeckQL Boston, Chris Schein. Yes. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast. It'll just end up right in your inbox for you. Nice and easy to listen to us every single day. We want all the reviews you can send us to. Maybe even give us five stars while you're at it. We like all the reviews, too. Positive, negative, anything in between. We, we, we like to read them all. We are not going anywhere. I'm just telling you this because we're going to come back and talk some golf with Ryan Hannibal, Travelers this week in Cromwell, Connecticut. We had the live guys that are bailing left and right, including Brooks Kepka. Let's get Hannibal's take on this. Uh, all things golf heading into Travelers weekend in Cromwell. And here he is right now, our buddy Ryan Hannibal, formerly our teammate at WEEI, now running things, basically runs the whole place at BetMGM, all their golf stuff. Uh, he is live right now, Wednesday morning, in beautiful Cromwell, Connecticut. We brought him on, uh, Shine, with the pretend idea of – Let's talk about the Travelers and the Live Tour. I just wanted to say how great I am for picking uh, both Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris and him mocking me a week ago on this podcast. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Hannibal. I don't think I mocked you. I think I mocked the Fitzpatrick, <laughs> oh, I, I you, mocked you, the Fitzpatrick you. pick. But I, I was on Willie Z for, for top 10. I said that his putting could let him down, and obviously yep. it didn't. He just putts well in majors. But, hey, you know, if you're going to pick Torrance, putt well, and it's majors. But, I, okay, I'll take – I mocked you for, for uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, but definitely not Zalatoris. I think my favorite thing was he hasn't won on the tour yet. Well, now he has, Hannibal. Yes, Now he has. Take that. It was, a, it was a strong showing, and it was a great tournament. And, you know, if there is, you know, one guy that, you know, you'd want to win, I think it's Matt Fitzpatrick. He just seems like a grinder who deserves to win. So I, I think it, it was well-deserved. Do you get the sense, Ryan, talking to people around the tournament, that the, the, the players who were lauding the place afterwards, that it wasn't a bunch of bullshit that these guys would like to see the U.S. Open it, you know, within the next you know, 10, 15 years go back to Brookline? Totally. I think the one issue is just like the space limitations from a fan and USGA perspective and also the course. Like it's just one of the, you know, it's a short course for a major, especially US Open. But I mean, everybody, you guys know, Boston sports fans are tremendous no matter what it is. And, you know, the support was outstanding. Uh, Patrick Cantlay yesterday here at the Travelers said it was, you know, the loudest US Open he's ever played at. So I think he's not the only one that'll say that. So I agree. I wish it 
would come back and kind of as part of a regular rotation. But, you know, we'll see. All right, let's uh, let's get a quick live thought here before we talk about the Travelers. You've got some picks up at BetMGM and their website here. Um, Brooks Kepka, the latest to go. You've had you've had your podcast now launch. You talk to some of these guys. You talk to people around the industry. What has the reaction been in Cromwell here? What's the reaction the last couple of weeks to all these players bailing for the Live Tour? What's the end game here for the PGA Tour? How are they going to make changes, Ryan? Do you think to make it more appealing for their players to stay on the tour rather than go play somewhere else? Yeah, it seems like they had a they had a players only meeting uh, Tuesday here at the Travelers, and it seems one of the things that was rolled out was they're going to have a fall series event of, I believe, eight events with no cuts, uh, big purses, I think 20 million purse, and then uh, open up to the top 60 in the world golf rankings, which to me, you're just kind of like making the live tour too. Like that's what the live tour is, no cuts, a lot of money. Um, so, yeah, I think that a lot of players are kind of confused about what's going on. And you saw the reports after the meeting, on Tuesday where it was kind of just like a lot of questions and answers with the commissioner, Jay Monahan, and he's going to address reporters Wednesday at the travelers. We'll see if he has any more to say, which I don't think he will, but I don't, I don't think the tour has a plan. I think that they have those events kind of mapped out, but you know, is that enough to keep some of these guys that are jumping ship? And, you know, I will say like, as of now, I think the tour can survive without Brooks Kepka. It can survive without Bryson DeChambeau. But if you get, you know, like a Colin Morikawa or, you know, uh, Dustin Thomas or someone like that, whereas once they go, then more players go, then I think you have a problem. So I don't think there's a problem yet right now, but I think the tour is definitely concerned. Players are kind of uneasy, and it's definitely a, a uncertain time right now on tour. So you mentioned – Ryan, real, real quick, on the, the live stuff. Like, so what – this is – I'm not going to hold you to this, but uh, Shime and I talked about it yesterday, that my belief, mm-hmm. Hannibal, is that – like I, I, whether it comes late this year, or early next year, the next step is going to be banning these guys from playing in majors. What are you hearing about that, and how realistic is that? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I think it's probably obviously what the PGA Tour wants. Yeah. Um, I would. I think the Masters. I think they'd be the one that definitely would right away. Like the USGA. I, I don't know. Like they claim themselves to be like the most open tournament, you know, in the world. Would they really do that? I don't know. Would there be too much pressure from the PGA Tour? Like, I think that's the thing that will ultimately stop players from going yeah. is if they can't play in the majors. Because right now, that, that's what they want. They play in the Live Tour for whatever it is, eight events, and play the, the majors, and then that's their season. And then the other thing to keep an eye on, too, is the world golf rankings. Like, can the Live Tour guys get world golf rankings and world golf rankings points? Because after two or three years of guys, you know, playing on the Live Tour and getting no points, then they won't be able to qualify for majors. So that's kind of the, the next shooter drop is, well, you know, is World Golf ranking points be able to count on the Live Tour? I think that's the next big thing besides those majors. And you had mentioned the Live Tour getting bigger, like other big names. I mean, Morikawa's already shot it down. He did that on Twitter yesterday. Mutt and I read that on the pod. And then McElroy has been completely anti-Live. And same with John. I mean, John Rahm has outright said he's not joining. So, I mean, 
outside of the idea of maybe getting a guy like JT or, I guess, Spieth, would there even really be a big name that the Live Tour could get that they would be legitimate th- a legitimate threat to the PGA? I mean, the thing that it's tough, to, like, just from listening to other reporters talk around here, is, like, everybody's name has been thrown out there once or twice. And look at Brooks. He denied it, you know, at the U.S. Open, and then, you know, five <laughs> days later, jumped, jumped ship. I think it comes down to like a money figure. Like if these guys get thrown, you know, I'm sure they all have a number. If they, you know, get a number that you know they're getting thrown at, they'll take it. And I, it, it's it's hard to say because I mean, like, would let's just say Justin Thomas, for example, who's been you know diehard PGA Tour forever, if he were to get you know 250 million, would he shut that down? Like I don't know. Like it's it's kind of a you don't know what what internally these people are feeling. And, you know, from the outside and how things are going now, it seems like they would turn it down. Um, but I don't, I don't know, like, if there would be a scenario where, you know, Justin Thomas got X amount of money, would he actually take it? And then I think if one of those guys took it, then there'd be sort of a ripple-down effect of, well, if JT goes, then maybe Spieth goes. And then if Spieth goes, then, you know, somebody else goes. So I think the lift door is kind of and, – and maybe it's a case where they're letting this year play out. There's other conversations that – you know, maybe some of these players on the PGA Tour are going to wait until the Tour Championship is over and maybe, you know, the Live Series is over for this year, but then kind of the Live Series works out their kinks and loads up for next year because there's also rumors that Nick Saldo is stepping or retiring, quote, retiring from CBS, that maybe he's going to join the Live Tour next year. Yeah, there's so many rumors, right? Harold Barnard III apparently was talked out of joining the Live Tour by Jordan. Like, it's just... These play, they they meet with them. They're it's just there's there's so many things you're hearing today that you know the the golf rumors are that the the players are going to speak out against the live tour today from Cromwell. Some of these guys are there, including Roy McIlroy. So like there there's a lot going on. I, I'm with you, Ryan. I don't find it to be a threat. And I said this yesterday. Like as of right now, to get me to go to YouTube and watch an exhibition of three rounds with no cut, like I, I'm not there yet. You know, maybe if I can. You can bet on it consistently, or DraftKings does some daily fantasy. Then maybe I'll have the interest. But like, I, and that's me. I, I'm not. I'm not an older golf fan. The average golf fan is probably ten years older than I am. That's watching on CBS or ESPN. Or they don't whatever, even know what YouTube is. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to go find it. So there's plenty of money there. The players didn't get their money grab. Let's see what they do when the, the tour comes back, like you said, or when Augusta announces, "Hey, you guys that play in any live event, you can't play in the Masters until further notice." And that will send some shockwaves. But uh, I'm not afraid for the PGA Tour right now. Hopefully they make some positive changes to keep their players on there because I want the best product. I want the competition. I want it to be fun, uh, quite frankly, to gamble on, which you can gamble on in Connecticut. Congratulations to Woo! Hannibal. He's in Connecticut for the whole tournament this week down there at the Travelers. You can live bet this thing on your phone this week, Hannibal. I, I logged into the to the DraftKings app last night in the hotel. What a glorious feeling. Oh, it's a beautiful it pretty- thing. It's a beautiful thing. I, I like this event. Hannibal, just your overview before we get some of your picks here and get you uh, back out to the course. Uh, what do you think about this event? What kind of golfers uh, do you think fare well here in Cromwell? So it's a it's a great course. Like, look at the scores. There's been tons of low scores here. Like, I think, you know, you've seen scores of 1,700 winning, 1,900 winning. I think going back, the, the winning scores and double digits under par every year since 1993, like, that's crazy. So there's going to be a ton of birdies this week. The gettable course. Um, I had a chance to walk all 18 holes with uh, Conrad Schindler yesterday. He's a Monday qualifier. Cool experience. So I got to see the course like up close and personal. Big fairways, big greens. I think it's come down to the guys that, that make a lot of putts. Like 
I think every player in this field is going to hit a ton of fairways and a ton of greens. It just comes down to who puts the best and who puts the ball closest to the hole. Um, so it should be an, an exciting week for sure with a lot of birdies. And I think the guy that, you know, probably makes most birdies is going to win because I don't think there's going to be a lot of bogeys out here, that's for sure. Uh, so then do you look at the, I mean, you look at the, the favorites to win the tournament. Is there any guy in particular that really you feel has the has the best opportunity to win? You're looking at guys like Rory McIlroy, Scheffler, Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, and Xander Shoffley are the only guys two to one or better. Yeah, like I think Sam Burns has, has a good chance. He makes a lot of birdies. Uh, obviously, Rory and JT, like those guys can get hot and shoot like 60. I mean, look at Jim Fury. He shot 58 here. There's been tons of rounds, you know, right around 60. So I think any of those guys have the chance to go very well on, on any given day. But, you know, my guy that I'm going with is Cantlay this week. I think that he's just too good of a player. Uh, to keep, not in a rut, but he, you know, hasn't played up to his standards the last couple months. I would say he's he said yesterday here the press center this is the tournament that he's played most in his entire PGA Tour career. He shot 60 here in one of his first years. He seems to really like the course, uh, and I think he he plays well here. It's pretty much every time he tees it up, so he's got to make a ton of birdies and get hot. So I like him to win outright. I think it was what you say 1400, and then uh, to kind of you know play. To save myself, I did a top five on him as well. See, Cantlay stands out. As somebody who looks at a lot of course history stuff, Hannibal, he makes so much sense. You're so right. His last four years here, 15th, 15th, 11th, 13th. He comes in in good form. I believe he's number one in, in some of the bent putting uh, models you look at, and it's the, the bent mm-hmm. greens here. Uh, he and Rory are one, two. He totally makes sense. My, my only knock is the price. I just I, I have sticker shock when I, when I go to bet a golf tournament. And anyone under, like, you know, uh, 30, 40 to 1. But of those guys, unfortunately, we agree on Patrick Cantley. He makes a lot of sense, especially given how well he finished the top 15 uh, there at the U.S. Open. And he's played this course really well. Uh, a guy who's not played here, uh, Hannibal, that I, I find myself betting quite a bit is Mito Pereira. He's there at, like, 40 to 1, 35 to 1 this week. I know he hasn't played here, um, but I feel like his game sets up pretty well. Uh, he gets the ball off the tee. He's great. A second in approach. Like, uh, your thoughts on Mito and just in general, guys who have not played the Travelers. I think all but 30 of the players playing here this week have actually played this course at least once. Mito's not one of them. Yeah, he's a guy I, I like, too. He's a guy that makes a ton of birdies. And like I said, this, that's, you know, a big thing to have this week. You know, he's obviously in well good form, uh, playing well this last several months. And I think that's all you need here is you, you get around that you go low and just kind of ride that wave. So he's definitely a streaky guy, too, that I think, could certainly, you know, keep up the pace. I, I don't hate that play at all. Yeah. My, I had Davis Riley, too, as one of my picks. He's a guy that hasn't played here before as, as a PGA Tour rookie. He's a guy that also makes a ton of birdies. I think he was ten, he's 10th on the PGA Tour in birdie average per round. So that, that's kind of the guys I'm going with. This week. Guys that make a ton of birdies. So just go to filter that out and, and go with that. I'm, I don't really – who are some guys off the top that you guys remember that haven't played here before that you want to info on? Uh, Mito's guy who has not played here. Uh, I'm trying to think of other guys who have not played here I'd be interested in. Uh, he might be, of the top guys, the only one. Aaron Smotherman is a guy who is uh, he's, he's 200 to 1, but he's not played here. He's a pretty good player. Aaron Rye has not played here. He's pretty good. Uh, uh, Christian, uh, is it Behudenhouts? Behudenhouts, yeah. House. he has not played here. He's a pretty good player. But, I mean, that's why I think a lot of the big names in this field, Hannibal, have played this, have played this uh, course before. 
That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, for the Travelers Championship, that's historically the week after the U.S. Open, you yeah. know, in Hartford, Connecticut. They do a great job of drawing <laughs> some of the top players in the world. And yeah. that's not a shot at Connecticut. It's just it, – it No, you're it right. Like, no, I agree. It, it, I agree. It, and they just do a great job year after year of getting, you know, the top players in the world. Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scherf. Like, you really can't do much better than that. Um, so credit to the Travelers Championship. And, you know, I think, you know, they, they do – the course is in very good shape. And then from what I've heard, the tournament staff is a lot for the players' families, and that's kind of a, a big draw for them. Well, the guy, the guy who gets the credit for it, having been out there, I've done a couple live shows there uh, for our station, is Andy Bissett, who is the vice yeah. president of the executive VP. He's actually going into the Connecticut, Hall, Connecticut Golf Hall of Fame uh, this summer, I think. And the players mention him by name as the guy that they'll fly in and out for because, like you said, he does so much for their family. He, uh, now, now, Sean, he gave two, two picks, okay? Animals yep. gave us two. He also put a third up there on his BetMGM card. No, <laughs> he no, sure no. Did. He, you're, you're laughing, Hannibal. I wrote down my three bets I'm interested in. Mito at 35-1, to 1, Brian Harmon at 41, and right with you at number three, Hank Lebiota at a 200-1 to 1 because of his course history. And then I look up, and you've got him listed at almost 6-1 to 1 to finish top 20. So I'm guessing – you're using course history as your main push there is why you like him to finish the top 20 at almost 6-1? to one. Yeah, he finished uh, tied for fifth last year. Uh, he, he's, he's got three top 40 finishes in his last four starts. And then yep. kind of like your, your Brian Harmon thing, lefties do well here. Bubba's crush it here, obviously, with three wins. It just seems to be a course that suits lefties' games the way they can shape the ball. And, like, that's pretty great value at the guy to finish in the top 20. So, so why not? If you're feeling really crazy, go, go for a top 10. He finished, you know, top five last year. But yeah, what was it, plus 550 to get in the top 20? Why not? Great value with, with his course history here. And I think this is one of the courses on the PGA Tour where you really do value course history because the guys that play well here do so every year. They, they tee it up. Yeah, so I, and Mutt had mentioned Brian Harmon. That was another guy on my card, actually, at 35 oh. to 1. Oh, so, boy. Oh, I, boy. Well, I, I just I, I look at how well he did on the first two days of the U.S. Open. He was three under going into the third day. And then on top of that, uh, you even put in your article, uh, Hannibal, about how he has shot, you know, on average, last five years, minimum 12 rounds. He shot like a 67 average on, on this course. So. I feel like Harmon has to be a play at 35-1. to 1. He, I feel like he has the history, and on top of that, he had some success at the U.S. Open, so there's a little bit of momentum tied into the history as well. Totally, and I talked to the head PGA pro here for a, a podcast that will not be aired because I mess up the recording. But <laughs> been there, don't worry about it. But he was he was one of the guys that he mentioned that he expects to play well this week, Brian Harmon. He also mentioned can't wait, and then uh, I don't think it'll play off this week, but Kevin Streelman is a guy that's had a ton of success here over the years, but I, he hasn't come in in the best of form, but he, he did mention just the guys that consistently play well here are guys you should target just because they know the course, and this is the course that, you know, if you play well, you're probably going to do it time after time. I guess this is, I want to, and it's not really a negative, but you, you mentioned it, Shine. like there are some big names there at, right there at the top, Rory, Scheffler, Thomas, Spieth. Any vibes, Hannibal, of any of those guys that are here just to get the appearance, hang out the travelers for a couple of days, and then go get ready to go to Scotland to play in the Scottish Open. Like, any vibes you're getting of, hey, this guy's not here to win? I wouldn't say that, but just, like, I'm looking at a guy like Rory and even JT. Like, they've played a lot the last couple of weeks for them. Like, they played in Canada. They played at the USO, which is obviously a grind. And then down here, 
And then you could put on top of that, you know, them, especially Jason and Roy kind of being the spokespeople for the tour against the Live Tour. Maybe just, you know, a lot on their plates the last two, three weeks. Maybe just the, the grind has kind of hit them. So maybe, you know, fade them a little bit this week just because it's been too much. Uh, I don't know. Those guys normally don't play three consecutive weeks like this. So maybe yeah. it is just too too much. And, and you know, that's probably why I'm not as big on Rory or JT this week like I would be any other week just because of, you know, what they've had to do the last three or so weeks. Hannibal, great stuff, buddy. Uh, people are not following Ryan Hannibal on Twitter. You're, you're nuts. He's gone over 20,000 followers, so many of you have jumped on board, and rightfully so. Uh, his Patriots coverage at WEEI was uh, tremendous, and now uh, web content and focusing on golf there for BetMGM. Uh, he's on three players this week. Patrick Cantlay he's invested in, uh, Davis Riley for a top 10, and then Hank Lebiota. At 200, he's 200 to one to win the thing, and I'm gonna have a small pizza money bet on him to win, but almost six to one to finish top 20. Uh, Hannibal, excellent stuff. Enjoy Cromwell. I may run into you at some point Saturday or Sunday. Chris Shy may run into you some point Saturday or Sunday. Don't try not to big time us now that you're a big time golf guy, okay? <laughs> Can I give a quick plug? I'm doing a daily series with Conrad Schindler. He's a Monday qualifier. I walked the whole course with him. I talked to him this morning. We're doing like daily updates on what it's like to be a Monday qualifier for one of these events. Like it was pretty pretty cool stuff. Like the guy checked in on Saturday night for our practice round and he got to his hotel and it was sold out and had to go find another hotel. Like it just kind of, kind of is an inside look at like, it's not all glamorous for these guys. Like, you know, these guys grind it out every single week, not making a lot of money. It, it's not just the top guys on tour that are out here playing. So give it a read over at BetMGM. All right, so it's, so it's at BetMGM, and did you? I assume you retweeted yeah, this I, at uh, I, Ryan I, I Hannibal as well. I, I tweeted out, yeah, I did a, a, a thing last night on, on him yesterday, and then I did. I'm going to do something today, kind of what his practice routine is like um, daily into the tournament. Oh, so you're invested in him? What are his odds? Were you betting on him at all? A couple bucks? I'm looking at it right now, four hundred to one, Mutt. Oh, wow! How about that? Um, I may may dabble in a top forty on him. <laughs> So he, I like it. So he Monday qualified at the uh, Byron Nelson earlier this year and finished T38. So and wow. he, talking to him, he, he's pretty confident in his game. Like he says, yes, I know I'm not you know out here on tour with status, but he's confident. He said he'd compete with them. And walking all 18 holes with them yesterday, he was dialed in. It, pretty much every fairway and every green. Um, so if he can putt, why not? Uh, top 40 finish, by the way, for Conrad Schindler at uh, three and a half to one. So there you go. Why not? He's, I mean, honestly, there's. I mean, he's the same price as Brent Snedeker, who's had success on the PGA Tour. He's the same price as Sam Ryder to finish top 40. There's, he's bigger price than, uh, he's better price than Max McGreevy to finish top. With some, I think you've created some buzz on Conrad Schindler. I'm going to give you credit. <laughs> I told him, he actually asked me yesterday, like, what his odds were. He said that they're better than they were at the Byron Nelson, so the betting world took notice of them at that. So, yeah, it's price is lower. All right, now i got to bet him to finish top four. <laughs> well, you root for the story, and that's going to be a great story. That's Ryan right, Hannibal on that's Twitter. Right. Ryan Hannibal at BetMGM, the first of uh, the series is up there. I look forward to reading this uh, at BetMGM.com. Hannibal, good stuff, buddy. We'll talk in a couple weeks for the Open. Thank you, pal. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. See you, Hannibal. Boy, he's good. Shime, turns out he's he, – don't tell him I said this. He, I think he's better at the golf coverage than the Pats coverage. Uh, he might be. I think he's also more passionate about it. I think he loves the sport is, of golf. He is way more. You can. He, it comes across in his voice. Yeah, doesn't he it? he yeah. loves to watch it. He loves to play it. He likes just being a like talking about Conrad Schindler. The, the guy just loves to be on the course and get the the mentality of the players and watch them play. And so I, I you know, I'm I'm so happy for Hannibal because he is crushing it. <laughs> 
I gotta put Conrad. What I gotta put Conrad Schindler now in a DraftKings lineup. Have this week. to. You no, have, and he's gonna be like point two Let's owned. See. Let's see here. Uh, I just want to check his price real quick. Yep, six k. <laughs> minimum. Stone Cold minimum. Have, yep. to, have to put him in. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast and go check out Ryan's stuff. Uh, Ryan Hannibal on Twitter, and you can search it at uh, BetMGM. We're back tomorrow to recap Game Four Stanley Cup Finals. It'll be Red Sox off day, so we'll do something else. I'm not sure what it'll be, but something else tomorrow, bright and early. We'll talk to you then, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Matt. See you then. New on Curiosity Stream, he allows them their riches. Putin has to be the richest of the rich. In exchange for their loyalty. The oligarchs have supported someone for president that they underestimate. The illicit affair between Russia's elite and the man who rules them on Putin and the oligarchs. And World War II Normandy, an obscure battle training session takes a tragic turn. Uncover the one secret military catastrophe on the secret D-Day disaster. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.